Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Royal Strong and True Podcast. We are very excited to be with you. We're not as excited to talk BYU basketball, but we are excited to hang out with you guys again on this wonderful evening. Uh, This episode, we got some housekeeping to take care of. We got some college basketball to talk. A little bit of soccer talk. We got the CONCACAF going on right now. A lot of painful BYU basketball talk, raising the stakes, and more. Before we head into the episode, we want to give a quick shout out to our social media pages. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Loyal2RoyalPod. Again, that is at Loyal2RoyalPod. Make sure you share the episode with your friends, put it on your story, leave a five star review, make sure you download, share, all the likes. All right, without further ado, let's get to it. Let's boo! Tigers. But that field judge on the far side is in their pocket, man. Go over here, that's right! Let's back this Let's go wild Let's now, go, baby. Let's go. We're at a waterfall, dude. Oh, cool. He put his butt, not his. Go, 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 go. Go! 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 Hello, friends. Thank you for joining this episode of Meditation Daily. I want you all to close your eyes, take a deep breath, and think about your past week. What did you do on Thursday evening? Saturday evening? <laughs> I can't do it. Okay, this, that was not very relaxing. Uh, I'm not good at being a meditation guide, I guess. Well, but no thanks to BYU. Let's get into our housekeeping. The, what's the opposite of ASMR? That's what just happened. Yeah. <laughs> ZG Cortisol. ZG Cortisol. Okay, ZG Cortisol just happened. Um, The first one is kind of a fun one. You know that guy who kept hurdling people in the football games? Mm. Well, Justin had a little run-in with him, almost literally. Yeah, yes. And do you want to talk about the next steps there? Sure, yeah. We talked about it on the last episode. Uh, Mason Wake, I'm still your daddy on the basketball court until proven (laughs) otherwise. Um, So we made the post... And Mason Wake ended up commenting on it saying, no, nah, that's Photoshop because Jessa tagged him. And uh, he ends up going on to say, all right. I said, I'll do it again, Mason Wake. He says, when and where? I DM'd him. He said, sometime this week. Uh-oh. So keep your eyes out. I DM'd him on Instagram. He responded saying that he would tell me when a light training day was because he wants to have a fresh set of legs underneath him. Understand. Uh, yeah. Of course. Keep your eyes out. This week, we might go live on Instagram at any time with a <laughs> 1v1 against Mason Wake. You don't want to miss that. That is must-see TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, talking about the Instagram and videos, uh-huh. we also have a video coming out soon, most likely Thursday Eve mm-hmm. or afternoon, after- afternoon, evening, Thursday, somewhere around there, after midday, whatever you consider, like five thirty. Sure, even tide. <laughs> even tide, yes. Abide. No, what? Abide with me to Zentide. Cause no, y'all lost a bet. Okay. Yeah, what's that video gonna be about? It's gonna be us because 
we rose the stakes. The stakes were risen. We, yeah, we got to figure still out the past tense of that. We still that. don't know how to say that. But uh, we all lost our bets. We'll get into that a little more later on. But yeah, we all have to do the saltine challenge. So uh, we will be posting a video of that Thursday night. Make sure you tune in and share it with your friends. The past tense of to rise is rose, and the past participle of to rise is risen. Okay. So to rise is an intransitive verb and does not have a direct object, per San Jose State University. No. So maybe Seneca Knight could elaborate a little bit more on the subject. Question. Yes. Is San Jose State? No. No. Do we trust <gasps> these guys? San Jose is not a state. We can't trust them. Exactly. Wow. Fake news. Fake news. <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Skip that part after you've already listened to it. Go back and then skip it. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Anyway, yes. Now, welcome back. Championship weekend in the NFL was a pretty good one, honestly. Yeah. It was great. The Bungles the have NFL. done the impossible. They did it. It didn't come down to a coin flip. They <laughs> lost it. Yeah. Okay. Can we just say, Dan, unfortunately, couldn't watch with us because he was, you know, a little COVID scare there. Well... That's a close one. That's, you know, we're going to be kind of asking him about that. But Jared and I were sitting there watching, right? And the Bengals guy calls heads. And it's tails. So what did we get up and scream? Tails never fails, man. (laughs) Unless you're the Bills, then it does fail. But hey, they got an interception. Patty Mahomes looked like he absolutely stunk up the entire second half and overtime. Shout out to the Bungles. Yeah, dude, that Bungles defense was absolutely what happened? insane. Was it twenty-one to three at halftime? Yeah, twenty-one to for three. For the Chiefs, mm-hmm. it was twenty-one to ten at halftime. Oh yeah, they, they did. They, they scored yeah, in the last scored. like two minutes. They and left then, a minute seven on the clock, and the Chiefs went down to the five-yard line. Yeah, and Patrick Mahomes made the oh, mistake yeah. threw that little hour at the Tyree kill, who got <laughs> tackled short. The clock ran out. Yeah, and then the Bengals just held the Chiefs in that second half. Mm-hmm. Won the game in overtime, even though. Patrick Mahomes got the ball first. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to their defense. That's not an easy task. Mm-hmm. Nope. That was an amazing game. Shout out to Dan. He won't admit it, but he is Joe Burrow. And he won the game and is going to the Super Bowl in his second year as an NFL quarterback. Okay, guys. Hear us out. We are pretty serious about this Dan being Joe Burrow <laughs> thing. Here's the thing. When we were watching the game, Dan said that he could not come to the watch party because he was, quote, exposed to COVID. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that was kind of suspicious. But then, you know, he's texting us throughout the, throughout the uh, you know, duration of the game, but only texts us during halftime and towards the end of the game when Joe Burrow was on the sideline. Mm-hmm. Mm. During the Chiefs' final drive. Exactly. Overtime. And then after the game. Yeah. And then today, he texts us, and for in time for the podcast, is conveniently COVID negative. Interesting. <laughs> it seems like a very yourself. uncanny mm. time to be gone and sick with COVID, Dan. You want to explain that? Um, I got to come up with an alibi real quick. <laughs> so this will be very suspicious. So exactly what brand of cigars did you smoke after the game? Um, I, I don't smoke. I, I couldn't tell you. Mm. That wasn't me. Likely mm. story. Uh-huh. We're going to do some more research into this, but I think we might be cracking it. Might be cracking the case. We're on to you, Dan. <laughs> we are on to you. 
But talking about football, we had an incredible weekend. We had Joe Brr and the Bengals win. We had Matthew Stafford going to Super Bowl too. Honestly, yeah. who do you cheer for, Matthew Stafford or Joe Burrow? Is that's going to be a fun one? That's a likable matchup. Yes. But we got even better football coming up. What? We got the USFL, who is starting in seventy-four days, one hour, fifty-four minutes, and three seconds. <laughs> I cannot wait. Seventy-four Dang. days, two months, two months. That's all we got to wait, and we can see. And I can watch my Houston Gamblers take down the entire USFL. Except for the New Orleans Breakers. <laughs> With the Tampa Bay Bandits who are going to have Antonio Brown. What? <laughs> Let's be honest. The Tampa Bay Bandits, they're going to suck. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Who got Jeff Fisher? Who was that? I can't remember. Somebody got Jeff Fisher. Okay, let's talk a little bit more about Jeff, the USFL. Jeff Fisher is the Michigan Panthers. Okay, Michigan, Michigan Panthers. Panthers. That's the worst one. So, <laughs> we were looking up the ticket situation, and it's kind of interesting. You guys want to dive into that? Yeah. Give me the deets. I actually really love it. $10 a ticket. Very cheap. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, they're playing in the UAB Blazers home stadium, which of all the stadiums you could choose from, that's, that's a good one. Disgusting. Except for BYU fans. Except for BYU fans. 15 and under get in free. Okay, that's sick. 15 and under. And the seats are general admission, so you can just walk into the stadium and sit wherever you want. That is amazing. (laughs) It's amazing. The lower bowl is always going to be full. Yep. That's fun right there. It's just going to be a party, like every weekend, right? Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. Starting April 16th. We had our first commercials for the USFL. yeah. The I would just like to shout out the the one in the restaurant where the guy keeps looking around and like he like looks and the waiters like are passing out like playbooks to people and then the, the chefs are like linebackers and stuff. That is life through my eyes. That's how I see the world. Yep. So the USFL is meant for me. I am the demographic that it is aimed towards. So you know, this podcast is just the USFL demographic. We are literally Perfect. the type of people that would drive across the nation to watch an XFL football game. Yeah. <laughs> We did it. We witnessed the first and so far only nine-point touchdown oh, in football history. Yeah, we did. They went for three after they scored. And they got it. They got it's it. incredible. It's electric, it. man. I love it. Also, you're going to love this. I just saw this. The USFL is giving players and staff tuition-free, debt-free college degree programs. Oh, look at that. Okay. That's I'm, amazing. I love it. I cannot wait for the USFL. There's nothing worse than that godforsaken time of the year where football, basketball, and hockey seasons are all over, and all that's left is baseball. The USFL will break up the monopoly baseball has over ESPN in the spring. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hashtag go blue wave. Is that go or gauks? G-E-A-U-X. Go blue wave. Gauks. You think they can get Edo's around the coast? <laughs> Oh, I so can see that. Support Dude, they could get Coach O to play, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, next up, Jackson Dart has officially made his decision, and he mm. has decided to go to Ole Miss. Hotty toddy. Thoughts? Poor guy. Come to the sip. <laughs> yep. Sad to see him go, but might be in his best interest. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. we all kind of saw this as inevitable. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Jackson Dart. More like Jackson Blue Dart. Jackson Fart. All I care. I hope he goes to Ole Miss and gets like second place, third place in the SEC West or something. 
and just never makes an SEC championship game, like all Ole Miss quarterbacks do. So, <laughs> I am still going to be a Ole Miss fan this year, and I think it's because I'm still hypnotized by the powder blue uniforms. Their helmets, their, yeah. their powder blue helmets are <sighs> something. Don't let the powder blue distract you, though, from the fact that Ole Miss is known for faking injuries to stop the clock. Mm, that's true. Suspicious. Mm. I guess we'll see when the football comes on. You have to watch my eyes and break my field of vision. It's like Medusa. Yes. Except helmets. Less fatal. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to a little basketball talk. Uh, AP Top 25 is out for men's and women's basketball. Men's, uh, yeah, you can forget about it. We're not going to be ranked at all at any point. In the yeah, end no of way. Story. Women's basketball comes out and absolutely destroys, just slobber knockers a couple teams. And then <laughs> still at number 16. I I do not understand. Yeah. They keep winning by at least 30. Yep. Often yep. 40. Yeah. Yeah. But it seems like they've stopped moving up. They kind of peaked in some people's eyes, but they're showing that they're dominant as ever. Yeah. Make it make sense. It, exactly. And the NCAA released its top 16 teams mm-hmm. as of now for the top four seeds. And BYU got snubbed, not even in the top sixteen. Yes, yeah, I don't understand. What do you? What more do you want them to do? It's some bull crap. We've been we beat everybody on our schedule except for Oklahoma, who is a top fifteen team. Yeah, it's some bull crap. In it's, overtime, it's some bull crap. Just saying. Um, unfortunately, we told you guys about that U.S. soccer game Ugh. Um, against Canada Ugh. on Sunday. Our golden generation. Lost 2-0, as they say, to Canada. Canada is actually looking good. They did look good. We should be better than them, though. We should be top of this table. We have the talent, but I don't think we have the coach. That's just me. Oh. Mm-hmm. He's got too many Gs in his last name. Too many Gs. And also, <laughs> they have the same problem as BYU men's only. No identity and no offense. Yes. Yep. Yes. That's the problem. Okay, that bicycle kick almost went in, though. That was <gasps> yeah. almost really sick. That, that was, been that was almost really sick. That would have changed yeah. the game right there. I felt like we dominated possession, and we always had the ball in the attacking third. But, like Danny said, we had no identity. We had no idea what we were trying to do to attack the goal. Ended up dropping those two easy goals on just fluke turnovers, fast yeah. breaks. Yeah. Kind of the second goal was a garbage time goal too. Yeah, so like it wasn't like it was two zero like in regular play. They scored like with like five seconds left in extra time because right. we turned the ball over and we, we were pushing up. everybody up the field. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think this is the most talented team we've had in a while, and there's a lot of pressure on these guys. Yeah, that's true. They're young, and they have to figure out how to deal with that. They've got a target on their backs Big time. because they're kind of rising up in the region. They've got a lot of good players going to Europe to play for bigger teams. They need to figure out how to deal with that pressure and play up to their potential. 100% agree. Yes, right now they're sitting at second place in the CONCACAF World Cup qualifying behind Canada. Right behind them, though, actually tied for third is Mexico, but USA has the head-to-head against them. And Panama yes. is... One back, one point back at 17. Yeah, one point behind. And then Costa Rica is at 13, and they could easily get a dub against Jamaica or Honduras or Salvador, you know, and be up there. So the United States needs to start winning yeah, games. If they're not out of the woods. The, just so that the listeners know, top three qualify for the World Cup, mm-hmm. and then the fourth goes to an intercontinental playoff against other federations. 
Yeah. Never forget, Panama knocked us out in 2018 or 2019, whatever Ugh. it was. So, kind of disgusting. Yeah. No, be not be. We got to do better. <laughs> the United States is not out of the woods whatsoever. No, sir. Speaking of BYU, let's run back to college basketball. Tell me, guys, what have you guys learned about college basketball the past week? So I learned that the Big Twelve is not as powerful as we thought they were. Okay. Mm-hmm. We've been uh, just kind of praising them and giving them flowers of the highest price range. Uh huh. And they lost the SEC challenge, the SEC Big Twelve challenge, six to four. And what a Alabama, challenge, by the way. Yes. Yeah. Amazing yeah. challenge. Uh, could we get this in football, please? And thank you. Let's That'd be fine. <laughs> um, anyway, six to four, the SEC over the Big Ten or Big Twelve. And Baylor and Kansas, the Big 12's best two teams, got absolutely mm-hmm. blasted yep. by Alabama and Kentucky. So I, I really don't know where to stand on the whole college basketball thing. Kentucky blasted Kansas at Kansas. Yeah. It was bad. It which, was like a 20-point loss. Which is yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. It was like their largest half-point deficit in like 25 years or something. Oh, my gosh. That. No, that's crazy. And that's Kansas domination. was like number four in the nation at the time. Yeah. It's crazy. And Oof. Baylor's eking out another win at home versus West, West Virginia. They're up fourth, a minute and a half left. I don't know. I think West Virginia can come back. Who is Baylor this year? <sighs> Dude, I don't, I don't know. know. They're just... They're good. They're frauds. They're, they're low-key kind of frauds, yeah. yeah. They have three unranked losses, and they're sitting at number eight in the nation. So who is who is not a fraud? Uh, Auburn. Auburn? Auburn. Is that what you learned this week, Justin? That's going into what I'm thinking. BYU kind of spoiled college basketball for me. I couldn't really even watch it throughout the week. <laughs> but I did re-evaluate my take, and Auburn is the real deal. They are a complete team. Baylor keeps sucking. The two clear favorites, in my opinion, for the NCAA title right now are Auburn and Gonzaga. All right. I like it. I think besides Kansas... Some of the more traditional blue bloods are sort of rounding into form. Mm. UCLA, uh, they're hot right now. They're hot. Yes, they're hot. They've moved up to three in the rankings behind Auburn and Gonzaga. They're 16-2, tearing it up in the Pac-12. They had a lot of hype going into the season and then kind of were a little shaky to start, but right now they're heating up, and I would watch out for them. Johnny Juzang. Johnny Juzang, Tiger Campbell, all-time name. Mm-hmm. What's the other guy's name? Uh, Jaime Hakes. Jaime Hakes. Hakes, yeah. That's an all-time name, too. Good. Jaime Hakes. Yeah, um, they're good. They got they got Jimmy's and Joe's, man. They, they have Jimmy's dude, and they Joe's. They got Jimmy's and Joe's. A couple other blue bloods. Kentucky, they're heating up. <laughs> they're moving up. They were up to number five. Oh, damn. And then Duke, I think they're heating up as well. They just got a, a win today. They're on a little win streak. They're 17-3 and three now. They've been doing much better in the ACC, and they've got an easy matchup this Saturday against <laughs> UNC. Oh, <laughs> very easy. Too easy. <laughs> Can I just say I love Duke's, like, navy blue gothic yeah. script uniforms. Okay. Yeah, those, those uniforms are, are awesome. Those are sick. Those uniforms are really nice. <laughs> those are cold. Yes, they oh, are. Oh, those burr. are cold, burr. Bert? I mean, oh, wasn't oh. I? Damn. I don't know what of guilt? <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about. We got an admission of guilt right here. <laughs> okay, let's move on to talk a little bit about BYU basketball. If um, we have to. What are your guys' thoughts on BYU now, uh, to put it lightly, sucking? 
very light. That's mm. very gracious That's of you. Very yes. Well put. Very sensitive. Delicately put. <laughs> I would say, I think something that came to my eyes this week is that we are solidly a 500 team. We are a 500 bas- basketball team, which is not special in any way, shape, or form, but we just got lucky with off nights, on nights, good matchups, and somehow managed to get to this point in the season with only like three or four losses. And now it's just kind of showing through that we aren't actually as good as we thought we were. And I think I was trying, just trying to convince myself that we were what our record said we were, but I think we could all kind of see the chinks in the armor we just tried to pretend that we didn't. And now yeah. we we do see. I think especially on offense, there have been signs of this the whole season. Like every few games, we would just look really bad on offense, but somehow squeak out a win. And, and normally that's a good thing if you can win ugly. But you usually play well. I don't know if we usually play well anymore. <laughs> no. We just kind of play ugly. Yeah. And we yep. do not have any sort of identity on offense i don't know we could use some work there for sure no creativity wait you say, no consistency you're saying the three-man weave with the ball screen handoff is yeah. an identity just passing it around the wing <laughs> that doesn't necessarily get you good shots we need to do just a little bit more than that to build off that point the, the weave works really well when you have players that can attack the basket and stretch the floor Alex Barcelo and Tejan Lucas are really the only people on our team that can effectively handle a basketball. At least, like, under pressure. Gideon George is actually, like, he's getting, getting a lot better. Yes. Seneca Knight is a lot better as well, but he plays kind of like a 4-5 when he's in, so he doesn't get the ball at the top of the rotation very much. Mm-hmm. The thing is, people just triple-team Alex Barcelo the entire time. They are just all over the poor guy. Tejan Lucas is the only one that can run that weave, and it's, it's just not working because we don't have bigs that can stretch the floor. We don't have a single big shooting three-pointers this year, except for Caleb Lohner shooting like <laughs> 6% from the field. So it's that, That's generous. Yeah. generous. The thing I've noticed about BYU is that we just look tired. We look like we are two men short on the, on the, like on the normal rotation, which we absolutely are. It looks like we are just tired, beat up. We don't want to be there anymore. But with that being said, we are coming home. Two big games after two bad losses. I wouldn't be surprised to see BYU a little juiced for Thursday and Saturday. So, look out for it. I would hope so. I mean, we're playing at home. Yeah. The fans will definitely give them life. So, uh, as you guys know, we lost to Santa Clara and Pacific. The first quad four loss <laughs> in the Mark Pope era. Can't the same said week that. in three days, we lost twice to those teams. Santa Clara and Pacific. Uh, why don't we go around and uh, maybe say some things. We'll go one by one and say things that were less painful than watching BYU basketball this past week? Okay, I'll go first. Okay. Um, doing Oklahoma drills with Coach Cravens. Oh! Freshman year. Shudder. Shudder. That man is evil. <laughs> uh, for me, I would say probably driving through my garage door while it was closed with my leg hanging out of the car. What? So I tried to... Uh, I, I had my car pulled in, okay. and I had to move it so my mom could get out. So I right. move it, my mom gets out, I pull back up, garage door is closed, and I'm like, my car just takes shift. This is a high school. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, all right, I can pull in, and I'm going to do it with just one foot. Now, if anybody has ever driven <laughs> okay. a clutch, 
<laughs> Manual. That's not how it works. <laughs> you need two feet. Yep. But I was thinking I can do this. So my door is open. My left leg is hanging out the door. And my right foot is slowly letting off the clutch. And I'm going. I'm get, I get up there fine. And then I have to stop. And I'm like, okay, I need to stop now. Wait, I don't. how am I supposed to stop? I, I, I got to stop. So I pull my foot off the, the clutch. And I slam what I thought was the brake. Oh, no. Turns out it was the gas. Oh, shoot. <laughs> and so I fly through the garage door, bending it and just like breaking it in half. Oh, my and like gosh. we have like a bike rack, and my car goes boom, 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 up onto the bike rack. So I'm like, <laughs> strong bike rack. Yeah. And the door slams shut on my leg <laughs> that's hanging out of the car window. Oh, boy. And uh, yeah, it hurt really bad. But that was less painful than watching BYU lose consecutive games to Santa Clara and Pacific. For me, literally when I was 12 years old, almost dying of blood poisoning and bone infection, literally having a 40% chance of survival or something like that, less than 50% chance, that was less painful than watching (laughs) BYU basketball last week. My next one is just kind of some residual trauma. From my first one, but anything involving Coach Cravens at all <laughs> that's not Oklahoma is still better than losing to Santa Clara and Pacific. I remember one time after a game, uh, Coach Cravens just took the linebackers and disappeared. Oh, no. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> He's like, linebackers, you're coming with me. And we all had to leave, and then the rest of the team was, I don't know, looking at rainbows and unicorns and... <laughs> We were being punished. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I remember hearing from Dan that he had never thrown up so much <laughs> on his life. <laughs> yeah. That was a, it seemed a little rough. Character Coach building Cravens. moment. Uh, for me, I thought that losing in the upset game to UCLA in the first round of the NCAA tournament, oh, I thought that was more bearable than this, even though we came up with these super high... We came in with the super high, lofty expectations for the tournament. Yeah, we had a good team. Yeah, and then we just sucked and choked the game away. Uh, but that was still not as bad as losing to Santa Clara Pacific. Neither was being in a wheelchair for three months. Hmm? That experience was better than watching BYU basketball this past week. Three Ouch. months, eh? Yep. How'd you eat? Dang. Uh, yeah, with a fork, knife, spoon, <laughs> off a plate... Oh, you know, I was in a wheelchair. I didn't have a feeding tube in. You know? <laughs> I just assumed they went together. <laughs> How'd you eat? Yeah, okay, we'll move on from okay. that. Speaking of eating, um, my next one: being forced to eat okra curry for three meals a day because I was in India and they canceled a lot of their bills, like their cash, to get at counterfeiters or something, and no one took credit cards. So that's all we could eat. For like three days, every meal it <laughs> they was just gross. Canceled their money. It was bland. Yeah, <laughs> their prime minister is kind of crazy. <laughs> and he's like, "Could you imagine the U.S. just said we're canceling all money? These bills are not valid anymore." <laughs> yeah. okay. so we, we were like out of town, also, so we didn't like have food, and we didn't have any money either. So we got kind of got desperate. Ouch. Okra curry. It's not so fun. Is, is okra curry, is that a breakfast, lunch, or dinner food? <laughs> All three now. <laughs> <laughs> that would suck if you had to eat like casserole for breakfast. 
Yeah. Breakfast casseroles are a thing, right? Yeah, but I mean, That's like, true with the hash what browns? if you lasagna mm. for breakfast? Yeah, Delicious. Like nice, greasy, oily lasagna. Some noodles. Wow. This is ramen for breakfast. <laughs> okay <laughs> my next one is uh when i was in fourth grade i fell off the monkey bars sprained my ankle and fractured my growth plate <laughs> and, growth. <laughs> and so i was uh, on crutches for just a couple days because Damn. they just wanted to make sure that it wasn't like super bad yeah but ever since then i've had weak ankles <laughs> we know <laughs> yeah so i'll roll my ankles like like every time I'm playing sports, I either have to like wear an ankle brace or wear like high top shoes, or I'll roll my ankles because yep. I got weak ankles. <laughs> but even every, that isn't as bad. Every time he guards me, only. Oh, <laughs> okay. Maybe we'll get some Dan Jared one on one action going here pretty soon. Uh, kind of on a similar note, uh, you know what was better than watching BYU basketball this past week? What? Stabbing myself in the face with a hiking pole, sending myself to the ER to get stitches. <laughs> that was better than watching BYU play Pacific and Santa Clara. Sounds like there's an interesting story there. Uh, I was stabbing holes through a cereal box. And let's just say, <laughs> I, instead of stabbing down, one time I tried to stab the, like, I brought the box down over the pole that was straight up and bounced straight up into my face. Ow. So, uh, yeah, don't ever, uh, don't play with hiking poles, kids. Yep. Uh, my next one, I was in third grade playing baseball. I was on the Twins, apparently. Oh. That was the team I got assigned to in okay. my little league. Minnesota. Um, I was like sticking out my tongue, kind of like Michael Jordan, helps me concentrate. And then a ball came flying at my face, and I bit down on my tongue, bit through it, almost bit it off oh. onto the ground, and I had to get stitches in my tongue. In your tongue? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was still better than what happened this past week with basketball. <laughs> That's horrible. That reminded me of a time when I was in Little League, and it was the start of Kid Pitch. And let me just tell you, this is the end of my baseball career. Yeah. <laughs> Starting Kid Pitch, I'm up there, right? I'm already scared because I'm like a 12-year-old, or not even that. I was like eight. <laughs> yeah. and I'm like trying to hit a baseball for the first time in my life, and I'm scared to death. The kid just beans me in the balls. <laughs> And I like couldn't even walk the first plate. They needed they had to have somebody like go run for me. You weren't wearing a cup? Nope. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and it was black and blue in my whole nether region. So oh like, my weak. Gosh. Oh my goodness. Kinda on a similar note to that, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, there was one thing that's definitely better than watching BYU basketball play last week, and that was I was around eight years old, maybe a little younger. Walked out of the church, like during class, ran into the hallway. I saw my older brother. I was like, hi! And I ran up to him to give me give him a hug. And he sack-tapped me so hard in the middle of the church hallway, I fell to the ground and started crying. Oh my That gosh. was better than watching the BYU lose the Pacific. Explain to our uh, viewers that, or listeners that don't know what a sack-tap is. Oh, yeah. It's just uh, when somebody, like, open hand slaps your balls. Like, just slaps your... For those of you who are unaware to the... Uh, the herga, the, uh, how do you say it, the slang? The euphemism. The uh, testicles. Oh. <laughs> A open-handed slap to the testicles. It's quite painful. Ouch. Yes. Uh, that was for medical reasons, not to be censored. This is an explicit podcast now. <laughs> uh, my next one is a quick one. It's running ladders. 
in basketball practice. Ooh, okay. That's pretty bad. I don't I, like. That's about. I don't like those. <laughs> uh, mine getting concussed at the MTC huh? and not being able to remember that whole day. <laughs> Kudos to me for I, doing that. I honestly kind of wish that that would have happened on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We should have thrown around a football near some concrete curbs. Yep. Uh, this is probably a pretty niche one, but uh, I don't know if you guys ever remember seeing Avatar The Last Airbender. Not the TV show, but the movie that the came out. The live action one? The live action Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh, Literally okay. the worst Gosh. movie I've ever seen in my entire life. I would rather watch that again than watch BYU play Pacific or Santa Clara. Yikes. <laughs> this next one did not happen to me, but an earlier conversation <laughs> reminded me of it. It's being offered raw chicken by some church members while you're in Japan on a mission. Okay. Because you're having sushi, you know, raw fish. Well, yeah, right? sure. Delicious. Same difference. Yeah. Both animals. They had some raw chicken, <laughs> and they had to go to the hospital and get their stomach pumped <laughs> because of that raw chicken. It made them very, very sick. Nice. And yeah. you would rather do that than watch... I'd rather experience that than watch BYU lose to uh, mine is uh, going through airport security. Oh, okay, I'd rather yeah. I would rather get stopped by the TSA oh, and no. get every inch of my body pound, pound, uh, padded down, <laughs> <laughs> and have to put all of my uh, personal belongings in a box just yeah. to take them back out and put them on again. When your suitcase gets like sucked to the side and goes on that separate track, dude. Like, yeah, whose yeah. bag is this? We were going it to like, shoot. Were we going to? Oh, sorry. Uh, Kinley's got AirPods in, but we were going to Arizona this Christmas, and my my bag got like sucked to the side, oh, and they just sat it like on the desk for like ten minutes, oh, my gosh. and they just like didn't have anybody come, and then they finally had someone. Oh, is this your bag? <laughs> and there was nothing in it. Airport security. Nice. Yeah. Mine did. Mine got pulled to the side because it had a candle in it. Oh, candle, dude! You're trying to take bombs on airplanes? It was literally just a candle. Trying to freshen things up. You're trying to all that oxygen that they pump into the the cabin. You're just trying to waste it. Dude, you know how it is. We got it for Christmas, and you know, like, our wives love their candles. Yep, I was just about to say that's true. I love candles, so candles that candle was making great. it home. <laughs> we have we have deemed candles in our household damn candles. Oh, that is okay. their that is their term. Okay, alrighty. <laughs> Enough said. Uh, this is a, probably another niche one for you BYU folk out there. If you've ever taken American Heritage. I would rather do all of the readings all over again than watch oh, these no. two games. It's a lot of reading. That's a lot. That's a lot of reading. Okay. Um, my last one is having is transfer day on your mission when you're in Osaka, Japan. You know how crowded the trains get in Japan. Oh yeah. Especially yes. during the commutes, they have to like have like. I don't know, train workers, like, shove people in before the doors close because it's so crowded. Well, I was transferring. I had my huge suitcase, and I had my bike with me <laughs> on that super crowded train for the morning commute in Osaka. I felt very uncomfortable and very judged. And I stuck out a lot. It was weird. There's just some white guy. Awkward. Some American yeah. with curly red hair with a big suitcase and a breaking, bike. Breaking all the social... Rules. <laughs> That's fun. That's beautiful. That's awesome. still better than BYU leasing <laughs> to Pacific and Santa Clara. Yes. All right. Now this one kind of uh, taken off of what Justin said with Avatar, uh, the rise of Skywalker, the last installment in the latest uh, Star Wars sequels mm. trilogy. I stayed up to watch. We went to, to the midnight premiere. Oh uh, yeah. Danny was there. I, I think, think so. I was there. Yeah, Danny was there. 
And uh, it was horrible. It was maybe the worst movie I've ever seen. I ended up throwing my 3D glasses across the theater at one point. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. Do you remember what scene it was? I do remember what scene it was. It was when Kylo Ren brings Rey back to life. Or the oh, other way around. Yeah. And then and then they kiss and, and then he dies. <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm done! And I threw my glasses. Oh, that was kind of silly. But I would rather do that again. Experience it all again with the high hopes rather than <laughs> go to this last weekend again. And last but not least for me, I would rather go back to my football and basketball days where I had two-a-days starting at 5 a.m. for football oh. and then basketball practice on top of that during the summer. <laughs> I was very fit in high school because of that. But, yeah, I would rather go back to that than do all this over again. Oh, could you imagine going back to, like, Working out, and being healthy. Oh no, man! Can you imagine that? Horrible. Can you imagine not having exercising. a crippling addiction to soda and to and to sports? To sports? To watching sports? You were just playing yes, watching sports. Oh man! That would well, be bad. In yeah. case you guys didn't know, we did not enjoy those games. <laughs> As you could tell, probably. Thank you for letting us vent to you. Yeah. Hopefully, and you had some fun hearing. Some stories. Hopefully you vented along with us as well. Hopefully yes, hopefully. Real therapeutic for all of us. Yeah. Oh, did Ohio State choke away a game in a women's game too? No, it doesn't look like they did. did they? Ohio State basketball is a whole other story. Let's not even go there. Let's not get there. Let's let's do our last little look back at BYU basketball. We're going to do our smiley face, straight face, and frowny face before we move on to the look ahead. I have the smiley face this Good time luck. around. Good luck. Uh, my smiley face, uh, there's not very mu- very many things to smile about, but one thing to definitely smile about is a tiki ally a tiki. Mm. Putting up some offense, finally finding his groove. Over the course of the two games, 12 points, 6 of 7 from the field. Hey. So he's starting to find his groove. Mm. I'm loving it. He's looking more confident with the ball in his hands. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I love his little hook shots that yeah. he was putting up. I know. Seems like he's learning from Foos a little bit on the... The post moves. Mm-hmm. Yes, he is. Being a lot more efficient. He hasn't fouled out as much. Yes. Yeah. Hasn't got ejected. Hasn't got thrown out yet. Hasn't got ejected. Hasn't <laughs> yeah. tried to tackle anyone. Yeah. I, I, I really enjoy watching Foose and Atiki grow up. It's yeah. Really cool. yeah. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. They could both be quite good. They could. Uh, my, I have the straight face. And coming into the game, I did not think that this would be a straight face. But... The hit that we took to the Ken Palm and the net rankings are my straight face. Okay. Because in Ken Palm, we dropped from 24 to 28, mm-hmm. and in the net, we dropped from like 25-ish to 33, uh, which yeah. is really weird because I thought we were going to take massive hits. Like Santa Clara one was like, eh, but then the Pacific one, they're 305th, right? Yeah. They're really bad. So that was really bad, but it really actually wasn't too harsh of a punishment yet. Yeah. But we can't really go, you know, making this a habit. We can't expect to get away with it every time. If we come out, play Gonzaga close, beat San Francisco, and win the rest of our games, then we can say that was just a bad week rather than who we are now. Um, okay, my frowny face is BYU's offense. <laughs> we kind of talked about this one. They don't have an offense. <laughs> they so poo-poo. They're really yes. bad. They have no identity or creativity, like I said. Um, no consistency. I'll tell you what they do have, though. Struggles. <laughs> lots <laughs> and lots of offensive struggles. They yes. struggling. Lots of shooting themselves in the foot, getting turnovers, not being able to score, going on droughts. 
there's some things to figure out, and teams have figured them out already. So oh, they very need to much figure so. themselves out. Well, they, they figured out Alex Marcelo. Yeah, yeah, and that's really all we got right now. So the your point was illustrated perfectly in the Pacific game when BYU scraps back on just lucky turnovers and made shots to get within two. And then BYU runs the same play they ran all game, and Alex Barcelo trips, falls over, and calls a timeout he doesn't have. Yeah. Yep. Like, that was we the... got bailed out, though, when they call I it know. jump ball instead Should've of the technical. technical. <laughs> oh, yeah. my goodness. That was, that was hilarious. So yeah. I agree with you, Dan. That was the icing on the cake. We're, we're almost giving up on BYU basketball. Not quite yet. We posted a little video about it uh, on Instagram if you want to go check that out. But uh, let's look ahead. Like I said, this is bounce back week, baby. Bounce back. We have week. a very important week. We got a quad two game in San Francisco at home, and we got a quad oneer with Gonzaga coming in Uh-oh. to play in the Marriott Center. Let me just say out the top. When was the last time we beat Gonzaga? February. Last time we played in a home, February twenty second. Yeah, with time. with with fans. Last time we played with fans. Guess with what fans. they were ranked last time we played them and beat them at home with fans. Number two. two. Number two. Guess what they're ranked right now. Number two. Number two. <laughs> History repeats itself. <laughs> the stars are aligning. Oh, we just bounced back so hard. <laughs> that would be amazing. That's not a ticket. But not a bounce back. Okay, okay, we got San Francisco on Thursday. Yep. Gonzaga on Saturday. Mm-hmm. We've already played both these teams. Yes. We beat San Francisco on the road. <laughs> Somehow. Somehow. I don't understand how still. On the scoreboard we did, not yes. in the box score. Yes. Yeah. And then Gonzaga we lost by more than 10. I'll we say hung that. tight for an amount of time. Well, probably 20 we minutes. We left our yeah. hearts on the court. We played that we hard. Did. That we did. And yes. Caleb Lohner scored 17 points. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bounce back. <laughs> oh, Not chance. betting on him again. Nope. Um, USF is lingering on the bubble right now with their home loss to St. Mary's, where they gave yeah. up like a 19 point halftime lead. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know what that tells me? They want this one. Yes. Oh, bad. oh yes. They're going to want this one. This is a quad winner for them. If they can win at BYU, I think that gets them off the bubble for good. Yeah, that's a, Absolutely that's a solid does. win. Despite. And it keeps BYU maybe out. <laughs> yep. Here's a question for you guys Is. The game against San Francisco, a must-win for BYU. Yes. And I constitute must-win in two ways. Okay. You want to avoid the four seed in the WCC tournament, so you don't have to play Gonzaga, right, in the first round. And two, to make the NCAA tournament. Do we need this win? Yes. 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 This is definitely a must-win. Definitive. If you want to be taken seriously at all. We cannot lose three WCC games in a row. Here's the thing: we can't be like have none of them be Gonzaga or St. Mary's. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and we can't be inching towards the bubble and then lose to a bubble team, because yeah. then we get put on the other side. Yeah. So yeah, we no there we this is a must win. We're at home. The Marriott Center should be the loudest it's been all season. Uh, you know, some midterms are going on right now, but hopefully that shouldn't affect anything. Hopefully we have a sellout on Thursday. If not, we will definitely have a sellout on Saturday. Right. And guess what? Yep. Nobody cares about school more than BYU basketball. Obviously. Nobody. Yeah. Especially coming off two losses to <laughs> terrible teams. Yeah. There's um, no motivation to not go. I yeah. might just say it. I think this is the biggest game of our season so far. Ooh. San yeah. Francisco? I think this is the most important game we've had this season. I'll go with it. I, I, I agree. 
I will absolutely more go important with it. than any Gonzaga game is this one. We have to win this. I I actually agree. We have to right the ship. I think in the long run, whether we beat San Francisco at home or not may not matter as much. Like it won't help, obviously, and it will hurt. But I think it will hurt our faith in our team and yeah. the optics more than it will hurt us statistically in the rankings. Mm-hmm. Right? Because if we lose to San Francisco, that's kind of like panic button, the house is burning down, throwing the towel. If we lose to San yeah. Francisco, we're in, we are in one, two, three, fifth place in the WCC. Okay, that's actually really bad. So that's I might really just rescind my take there. Because Sandy, we are currently number four with San Diego at three. Are you kidding? Who is six and three currently? What the? If heck? we beat San Francisco, we would move up to third because we have the head-to-head against San Diego. Yeah, it's a big one. Yeah. Okay, I take that back. I take one. it back. <laughs> this is a big game. San Diego still does have to play Gonzaga. Santa Clara, St. Mary's, St. Mary's twice, and San Francisco. So okay. I want to be super concerned. Still, that's not the fact that we're not even fourth. Yeah. Like that we're behind San Diego and need them <laughs> to lose for us yeah. to pass them. The fact we're talking that's about bad. this right yeah, now. That is, yeah, it's bad. <laughs> I'm going to read something right now. I need everybody to knock on wood while I'm saying it. Okay. Because okay. Greg Rebell has been jinxing us all oh, the wazoo wow. Greg Rebell and Jason Shepard have been yeah. the worst. Greg Rebell, I love you, but screw you. We anyway. love you all so much, Greg. All right, let's start <laughs> knocking some wood. Mark Pope has only one loss at home with fans. 2019 against San Diego State, which we should have won. It was his first game. It was a weird game. So, we should win this game. And if we keep either team below 76 points, we will win this game. Because we are 0-4 when allowing more than 76. Alright, the jinx has been counteracted. Maybe I I should have had you knock wood on the BYU has never won while allowing 76 plus. Maybe that one should have been jinxed. Dang it. Uh, Yeah. We'll We'll figure it out. Well, Oh, well. Let's win it. Yeah. I think this is going to be... The environment is going to be crazy. I think it's going to juice our guys up. They're going to have energy. Kind of like you said, Justin, they've been playing really flat the last couple of weeks. And that's really because we haven't really had, like, a big crowd. We haven't had any good wins. You know, but coming home against San Francisco, like Danny said, they're going to be so scrappy. They want this one. I feel like it's going to be another, like, a tiki-ali-a-tiki game where everybody's trying to take each other's heads off. Dude, I'll be yelling my heads off. Yes. My head. Yeah. Your heads? heads My my head's singular. (laughs) (laughs) Don't, uh... Don't read into that. I just, I just thought about this. I'm gonna be on WCC Ref Watch. Oh, they're gonna have their work cut out for them in this San Francisco. Game. Oh, that's true. It's, it's gonna be, be so. Shabazz is gonna be throwing punches. Atiki's gonna be throwing punches. Passionate. Alex Barcelo might stare down some refs again and get a technical oh, during play. Mark Pope might get into <laughs> a fist so fight with San Francisco's coach. How many technicals? Technicals over under one over, and a half. Under one and a half. I'm going two. Over. Over? I mean, over, yeah. I, I'm going to go under. I think it's going to be one, and I think it's going to be Mark Pope, because Mark he's at half court, going like this. Yeah. <laughs> Shaking his, his hands. Long limbs. <laughs> Speaking of bets, we got to talk about raising the stakes. Uh, the stakes were risen last week, and let's just say, I bet that uh, that Caleb Lohner, I did bet that Caleb Lohner would score 20 points over the course of two games. <laughs> he scored like four, so... <laughs> Caleb Lona, you're an offensive liability. Your hair is great. Your play sucks. 
He needs to grow it out again. I'm fully on the Caleb Loner needs Samson. to have shoulder length hair. Samson. 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 Yep. My uh, bet was Foose would have two double doubles. He got one. Mm-hmm. Super lucky at the very end of Santa Clara. <laughs> And then he completely disappeared in the Pacific game and really didn't have yeah, any impact on the game. Foops. He had like Foul three trouble. points and seven rebounds Foul or something. Trouble. So um, that sucked. Yeah, mine was Gideon George. I have a little bit of a bone to pick with him. <laughs> <laughs> he was averaging like eight points per game Got going in. Yep, exactly. And I said he was going to have a 15-point game in, in one of the two games. I, I didn't say which one, just one of them. Mm-hmm. First game... He had 13 points. With like one basket. Yeah, yeah, with like eight he minutes left. He had like 13. The past eight minutes. <laughs> and then, so I was like, okay, still got one more game. It's fine. Very close, but disappointing, but it's fine. Second game, he had 13 points again. <laughs> <laughs> He's literally as close as you can get without getting it. That's so, incredible. You'll see me eating some saltines later this week. Yeah. <laughs> crying inside because Gideon George couldn't put one more ball in the basket across two games. <laughs> Just one! Just one. Just two games. Games. I don't care which one. That oh, one was man. sad. Gideon George, really, though, he's turning into, like, honestly, our second best player. He's turning into a baller. Player. He's good. He's a certified baller. Loving Gideon George right now. I love now. watching him. He's fun to watch. He is very fun to watch. Now, we are going to raise the stakes one more time. We all lost, so we're all going to do the, do the saltine... Saltine... The saltine Sal- challenge. <laughs> saltine challenge. Uh, that will be going up on Thursday. Make sure you watch the video on our Instagram. The punishment for this week's raising the stakes is the losers will be taken to the DI, Uh-oh. and the winners, or if we all lose, we'll all just pick for each other. We'll pick out an insane outfit that they will have to wear to school, work, whatever, for the rest of the day. So <laughs> wait, this just came into my head. What if we had to wear? To the next basketball game. <laughs> As well? Yes. Yeah. So you have to wear it the day of the basketball game. Okay. We're and on then, game day and to the game. And to the game. Okay, Hopefully all of game all day and to the game. Yes. Okay, perfect. And we'll all be together. I'll take... Yes. Yes. Sounds good. <laughs> so, gentlemen, what are your wagers? Oh, boy. Mine is... I think Alex Barcelo is going to bounce back. Oh, he loves great. playing at home. He loves Merritt Center. Yes, that's he true. does. True. He feeds off of that energy. I think he's gonna have a twenty-five point game in one of these, Ooh, which he hasn't had that's since a lot of points. early December. Okay. I think he's bouncing back. He he's I think he's mad after those losses. <laughs> okay. As much as we hated those losses, I guarantee you he hated them a oh. lot more. Oh, and yes. I took that personally. <laughs> yeah. So let me just look back in the last game against Gonzaga. Alex Barcelo had 19 points in the last game against Gonzaga. Mm -hmm. And in the San Francisco game, if my computer would load for me, not that San Francisco game, he had 18. So he's had 19 and 18. 18 18. So that's pretty close. He's going to have to have a good game. Yeah. Yeah. But I think he will. I believe in it. Both of those were away, like you said. Dan, he loves like Dan said, Alex feeds off the home energy. He does. Yes, yes. The energy, energy, energy. Okay, <laughs> mine is that both teams, uh, meaning San Francisco and Gonzaga, will shoot less than 62.7% from the free throw line combined over the two games. Combined. Okay. So if San Francisco shoots 63 and Gonzaga shoots 62, Average, 62.5. I win the bet. 
Okay. okay. I think The Rock and the Marriott Center, absolutely bonkers. It's going to be so crazy this week. It's going to be electric. I, it's re- The free throw defense is real. It's real. It's real. It's, real. it's totally real. So, it's real. I'm really hoping that San Fran shoots like 50% because Gonzaga, I think, deals with this a lot more. Yeah. But I'm going with that. 62%, 62. 62.7% is important. Okay. From okay. free throw line combined. And my wager is that over the two games, Tejon Lucas will have at least 20 points and 8 assists. Okay. 20 points, he'll, he'll oh. average 10 and 4. All right. Okay. At least. And right now, he is averaging, I think, is it just above 10 points? Just above 10 points. Yeah, 10.8 points and 4.5 assists. So he's going to have to have, like, an above-average game. Yes, he will. To hit in each game. Yep. Let's hope that happens. There right. you go. Raising the stakes. Let us know what you think. Feel free to join with us. Yeah, yes. reach out to us. We <laughs> love hearing from our many, many listeners. Yes, and we'll put up another poll on the Instagram yes. where you should vote or submit your own challenge. We had a couple mm-hmm. sub, a couple submissions, but we decided yep. to go with the DI outfits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, submission. keep the good ideas coming. Absolutely. All righty. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Royal Strong and True Podcast. We love hanging out with you guys. We hope you enjoy it, too. If you do, make sure you leave a five-star review. You can leave it on Spotify now as well, as what? well as Apple Podcasts. Ooh. So make sure you leave Cancel that review, Spotify. share it with your friends, and also make sure to follow our Instagram and Twitter pages at loyal to Royal Pod. Oh, yes. Thanks for joining us. If you listen this far, comment Boogeyman on our last post. Boogeyman. 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 See you later. This is Dave Rose, friends. Please, if you have friends that like podcasts... Or BYU, or both. Tell them about this. I love this one. Thank you. Go Tigers. Hello darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again.